Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. And I just want to greet you in the name of our Lord. I pray that all is well with all of you and that the Lord is continuing to bless and guide you in his way and his kingdom and that you're doing the work of the Lord for his glory. Amen. So, patience. I think I'm a man of patience. I can uh, wait for things I desire for a long time. Like um, my favorite superhero movies, I get excited and I want them to come out, but I'm patient. <laughs> but I know there's times that there are things I want to happen in my life and you want it to happen now. What is that uh, microwave, fast food, instant gratification generation? We want everything done now, and we want it done yesterday. So we we need to learn how to wait upon the Lord. And I was talking to uh, a coworker of mine. And I've been at my job longer than my coworker has. Both we, but we both had the sense that it's, it's time to move on. And we were talking about that, but we were noticing the Lord wasn't giving us release to move at this moment. But we've been given a sense of it's time, the time of winding down and time to move to the next assignment. And so we're like, when, Lord, when? Because we're, we're both ready to go, actually. And not that I hate my job. Uh, it's a blessing that the Lord gave me this job. But it's gotten to the point where there's more that I desire to do that I cannot accomplish there. And I, I work at a mental health facility, and I've learned a great deal. I've been there for over eight years. And to be able to deal with that for eight years, people with different mental health issues, and has taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about myself. But uh, I want to do a, a greater work, a more expanded work that still includes mental health and counseling. As you may have heard me mention, um, I'm an advocate against human trafficking, and praise God, there's things moving in that area now, which is causing me to want to uh, move on from my job even more. So my coworker and I were talking, and we were talking how we're actually sitting at the bus stop and waiting for the bus, waiting for that bus to come that we may get on and move on, and we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And there are things that happen. There are some incidents, some uncomfortable moments. And when those happen, that kind of heightens your sense of saying, I want to go. I've got to get out of here. And the Lord is saying, wait. And so I'm in a, a time of, of learning greater patience. Uh, probably time of testing to see how I deal with waiting upon the Lord 
for when he's ready to open the doors for me to walk through. And I see the vision that he's given me in my life and sending me out and to impact the nation. And I've been in the mission field. I I've dealt with human trafficking. Am dealing with that and the homeless. Work with the homeless people as well as those who are dealing with mental health issues. And I want to do an expanded work in all these areas. And I'm ready. I believe I am. But the Lord is telling me, wait. What do we do when the Lord tells us to wait? And we're 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 ready. We're expectant. And we're ready to hit it and go. We want to move on from where we're at. And the Lord keeps telling us to wait. It gets, it gets hard. And I'm sure most of you can relate. You may have a dream, a vision from the Lord that there's something that you want to accomplish. And I've learned that the Lord gives you the vision long before he gets you there. I wanted to start an organization 15 years ago, and I thought it was going to be just like going around preaching in the mission field, and I named it Regeneration X. But here we are 15 years later. I have the radio show, and now I've revamped the human trafficking group that i become president. I'm changing that name to Regeneration X, and I have a heart, not just for those being trafficked, for the missing, to bring them home, and for endangered runaways, and also how to help counsel them because of the trauma, which now they may have uh, mental health issues. For those of the homeless who are being abused, that can fall off the chart and nobody sees them or knows where they're at. And it's through my job that I learned these skills. So I thank the Lord for taking me through this and, and giving me this job and teaching me things. And I've been around people who taught me about human trafficking. And, of course, all of my years, I've been almost say 23 years of learning the gospel message and ministering and preaching, which will be in the most greatest thing that I can give these people when they are found, when they are set free, to give them the message of our Savior, Yeshua Jesus, and see their healing come forth by the power of his Holy Spirit. So I'm waiting. And when we see in scriptures where it says, wait upon the Lord, it just doesn't mean sit there and say, okay, I'm going to be sit here patiently, and eventually this is going to happen, so I'm just going to sit quietly and wait for the Lord to say, okay, now it's time. When you see that word wait in the scriptures, it's like a waiter at a restaurant who comes and serves you and and takes your order and gets your food to you. You're to wait upon the Lord. We're We're supposed to continue to serve him patiently and continue to do the work of the kingdom even though our vision has not necessarily come to pass or we have not been able to yet enter in 
to what we have foreseen by the spirit that the Lord has called us to be, but we continue to serve. I want to do an expanded work, but I keep serving where I'm at, at my job, at my local church, people around me, my family, my friends, the loss that I see, I continue to serve them by giving them the gospel message and helping them. So I wait upon the Lord and continue to praise him, to glorify him, to do his will. So we're going to turn to the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2. Habakkuk has been given a vision. And he's ready and he wants the vision to come to pass. And this is what he says. Habakkuk chapter 2, I'm going to start reading verse 1. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he, the Lord, will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run with run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Wait for it. And so the Lord is speaking with Habakkuk, and He's a watchman, and that's why he's on the ramparts. He's up on the wall of the city. And he's watching to see what the Lord will say to him. And he's wondering how he will answer when he is corrected. So even in our waiting, we have to see the things that need to be corrected when the Lord speaks to us. There may be correction needed in the direction that we're going correction in what how we perceive the vision. I've had uh, the vision for a very long time and it's been corrected throughout the years more than once because when I first received the call to go out to the nation, my whole thought was I was going to go to the nation of Mexico, which I lived there for a few years. And that was my heart. All I talked about was Mexico. The Lord's called me to Mexico. The Lord's called me to Mexico. But now I see the Lord has called me to the nations, the people groups. It's not about geographical location. It's about the people upon the earth that need to be reached, need to be found, need to be helped, that need to hear the gospel message of our Lord and Savior. So the Lord has corrected me. He's changed me. He's taught me the things he's taken me through. He's prepared me and continues to prepare me as he does for his whole church. So Habakkuk knows this correction that is going to come. And so I, I caution you with the vision you have that there's going to be correction. A correction of course. When I mean my course, you're like a, a ship in the water and sometimes you have to correct the course. The direction you're going, maybe the boat is drifted, so you corrected to go the correct way that you wanted to go. 
And so there will be course correction. There will be greater insight into the vision you have, and it will come to pass, but wait for it. Do not become overly anxious. Moses knew he was to deliver the people of Israel from the Egyptians, but he didn't wait for it to happen in the Lord's time. He killed an Egyptian and then ran from Pharaoh's house because he feared for his life because he got ahead of the Lord's vision and he did not wait for the Lord to tell him when to move. So the Lord had to correct him. And when he did correct him, Moses came back to Egypt in power and he set the people free. For it was an appointed time. As Habakkuk said, an appointed time for the vision to come to pass. And we have to be ones who learn how to wait upon the Lord, how to wait upon the vision to come to pass. And I feel even with myself, I didn't wait as I should have when I first got the vision. And there were some things that happened in my life that caused me to jump the gun, so to speak, that I left for Mexico and I was blessed and I met some great people and I learned some things, but I truly look back now and notice I wasn't ready. I let situations that had happened in my life cause me to leave probably prematurely. I truly did not have understanding of what the Lord wanted me to do, and I truly wasn't prepared uh, spiritually, financially, mentally. And the Lord showed me mercy, and he kept me. I remember when I came back to Ohio from Mexico, I was not in a good state mentally, spiritually. I was pretty beat up and I knew I, I, I should have waited and I should have let circumstances cause me to get ahead of the Lord's timing and the Lord's uh, desire for me and I came back and I was depressed for a while to be honest because I left my job and I didn't get my job back. Even though they had put me down as rehirable, they did not rehire me. I went three years without a job. Uh, some things happened in my family that my family was divided for a while. I came back and didn't have a place to stay. My car broke down in Mexico couldn't get it back up here. So here I was about to become homeless. I had no job, had no transportation, going through family issues because I didn't wait. I fell into all of this. And the Lord and his mercy sent a friend of mine, a friend who was who's not saved. He knows he should be saved, but he wasn't. But he extended his house 
to me. Please let me move in. Um, my buddy Josh Perry, great guy. And I stayed with him for eight years. And he never wanted me to give him any money. Because he had a really good job. <laughs> he wasn't worried about money. But he, he took me in, so I was not homeless. I had another good friend, Jeff Sloan. Um, he gave me a car to use. He didn't, like, sell it to me or, or sign it over to me, but he said, here, this car is for the kingdom. Use it. I was able to find a job. Actually, the job found me. And that's where I'm at now, the mental health facility, and I learned so much about the Lord's mercy kept me, and now I've waited. I've been there for eight years, like I said, and through those eight years, waiting upon the Lord, continuing to serve Him, to develop in so many different things. I've learned a lot through my time of waiting and patience. And now I feel that the Lord is saying a season is coming to an end, and a new one is soon to begin, but wait for it. Don't jump the gun, Sean. Don't walk into your job tomorrow. Say, I quit. I'm out of here. I'm done. The Lord wants me to move on. And then I find myself lost without a job. Not knowing how I'm going to pay my bills. Not knowing how I'm going to make it. So I'm going to wait upon the Lord. I'm going to continue to serve where I'm at. Continue to counsel the people and and to glorify the Lord and listen for his voice correcting me. I'll receive correction at this time, my Lord. Correct me. As I wait upon you, Lord, bring your correction. Correct my course in the way that I'm going, that I may be obedient to your will. And I will wait for it, Lord. I will wait for it. Thank you, Jesus. And we wait upon the Lord. We know that He will make it come to pass. That we will, through the appointed time, come. And then we will have it. And we will have the vision. And write it down. He told Abaka, write it down. Write down your vision. So that when other people see it, they can run with it. Don't let anybody steal the vision. But they may also be inspired. And may be ones who will assist you in the vision. That's why we have to wait for it. We have to wait for the right time. For the right people to be there in our midst. For the right circumstances. For the right doors to open. For the finances to come. And we have to wait for that appointed time. Don't get ahead of the Lord. He knows what he is doing. And he knows what he has for you. And he knows how to get you there. But we have to wait for it. And yes, I know sometimes it can be really hard. And maybe where you're at, you're not comfortable. But that discomfort is what will cause you to move when the Lord says move. That's one thing the Lord told me, that 
I would never be comfortable, not that I would necessarily be suffering, but I, I received that as I would never be in a place where I would become so complacent and content. I don't want to leave. And the Lord has a way of making us uncomfortable when he's ready for us to leave and we don't feel like we want to leave. So I have in my mind not only prepared to wait, but to also not become complacent. And that can hinder division. Complacency can keep you there longer than the Lord wanted you to. That's what happened with the children of Israel. Uh, a lot of times it was their actions that kept them in the wilderness because they were being disobedient. They were not paying attention. They were not wanting to do God's will. They were being childish and selfish, and it kept them in the wilderness longer. So don't get complacent. Don't get rebellious. But wait. Continue to serve where you're at to do God's will. And wait for the appointed time. Receive correction. Write the vision down. For our God will not tarry, and he definitely will not fail, fail his people to wait for it. Let's turn to Psalms chapter 27, verse 14. And this scripture truly inspires me when I read it. It says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Well, I need courage. These transitions, these journeys, they can be hard on us. Like I said, I've gotten here after 15 years of getting the vision, and I've been through heartbreak. I've been through sickness. I've been through family turmoil. I've been through depression, abandonment. I've been through a person who wanted to kill me. And it takes courage. You know, living for the Lord is not for the faint at heart. And to wait upon him and to endure what we endure takes courage. So allow the Lord to strengthen your heart, as the scripture here says. If you have good, good courage and his strength will come and he will strengthen your inner man. For he even did the same thing for the Messiah in the Garden of Gethsemane. And our, our Lord and Savior took upon all of our sins. And the weight of sin was killing him physically. And he was sweating blood. The Lord sent angels to strengthen him, to hold him up. And he even said, Lord, and you will let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but your will be done. It takes courage to do the will of God and not your own will when you're suffering, when you're going through things. There were times I wanted to 
give up and I wanted to try to make something else happen. And he would have to clutch me and I had to learn to wait. And I was thinking, I'm getting older. I just turned uh, 53 a few weeks ago. And you look at the age and you you remember this. Age is nothing to God. Caleb took the mountains when he he was in his 80s. We can take the mountains at any age as long as the power of God is with us. So wait for the appointed time and be encouraged because the Lord is with you. He will send his angels to surround you. His Holy Spirit will guide and lead you and give you understanding. But wait, I say, on the Lord. And in your waiting, continue to read the vision. Continue to remind yourself of the goodness of the Lord and his grace. Write it all down. Write down your testimony. I was recounting my testimony to myself the other day of how I came unto salvation and how the Lord delivered me from kidney failure. And it encouraged me. And I saw what he did, and I know he's more than able to do even greater things in me and through me and for me. If I just wait upon him, continue to seek him, to serve him, to glorify him, to wait upon him, to be one who loves him. For he loved me first. So I will wait. I will wait upon the Lord. I will wait for his appointed time in my life. And there are different appointments in our lives, and we have to wait for it. And when those appointed times come, the Lord will move. He will show you. He will open the doors, but you have to be ready. And he will not move you until you're ready. You can move yourself when you're not ready. And I speak from experience, you'll regret it. So wait upon the Lord. Wait for his appointed time. Write it down. Encourage yourself. Be strengthened by his spirit. Remember, wait. Wait. And you will see the vision come to pass. And it will not tarry, says the Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Father, I come to you today to honor you, my King and my Lord, most holy Lord of all creation. We honor you, for your children love you because you loved us first. So we give you honor for being our King of glory, for your kingdom is eternal without beginning nor ending. Father, I thank you that the appointed times will come and will not tarry in all of our lives. And I pray, Father, that you will correct us and teach us how to wait upon you, to wait upon the vision, to wait upon the appointed times, that we will be there ready, prepared, waiting upon you. So when you say go, we will go. And we will go in strength and have good courage, O Lord, by the power of your spirit. So, Father, 
I ask even now that you call the question leaning upon everyone who hears my voice, that they will prepare themselves for their appointed time, that they will be ready to move when you say move. But, Father, give them the courage to wait upon you, to wait upon the appointed time, that they will not go ahead of you, but they will go with you. Hallelujah. And that they will accomplish what you have sent them to do. Father, I thank you that you will never leave us nor forsake us, that you are with us always, and that we will do your will and glorify you throughout all the earth, O Lord. Thank you, my King, and the name of our Lord Yeshua. We give you honor. Amen. Wait, I say I'm the Lord. This has been Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. As always, you can email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Sean Cleveland. As always, it's an honor to serve you, to serve our Lord. And I pray that all will be well with your souls and that you will wait upon the Lord. Love you. God bless.